0: Let's get educated. That's why we're here, to bring you the stories impacting K-12 classrooms and college campuses. It's time for a little education.
1: Welcome one and welcome all. I am Katie Petrick, joined today by David Fiorazzo. Now, before we get started, I wanna show some love to our brand new sponsor, Switch to America. We've been talking about how the world is going crazy which it is with not only supply chain issues, but record setting inflation and sky high gas prices. We all know how the big box stores were allowed to stay open during the pandemic while so many little guys, the little people, the small business owners, the regular people, we were all forced to close our lives. So the question is, what are we willing to do about it. David?
2: Well, we can start by visiting our new friends at switchtoamerica.com. Visit switchtoamerica.com right now to see all the alternatives that you can buy that made that are made right here in the USA. Again, that's switchtoamerica.com. If you love and support this country, please support American companies. Katie,
1: all right, well, according to the CDC, you know, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, <laughs> the COVID vaccine may soon be added to every child's standard vaccination program as part of a requirement to attend public school. Now, David, of course, the CDC only recommends things. Oh, yes. They only recommend things. So uh, explain to me what's actually going on here.
2: And no one follows their recommendations, right?
1: Schools certainly don't. Oh. oh no. Schools, right. schools don't look at the CDC to follow anything, right?
2: Right, right. So the headline, friends, and unfortunately COVID vaccines may soon be added to childhood vaccination program. Well, the CDC voted, I believe it was unanimous, that they will be adding it to their recommendations. Now, here's the deal. And and what does what recommendations mean? Is this a mandate? Is this a law? No, but they're followed by a lot of, Institutions, including the public schools, and all public school children could be required then to get the COVID vaccine. So every US state requires public school students to receive childhood immunizations. And many use the CDC's list as a guide. Just want to mention a couple months ago in June. Over the summer, Dr. Ashish Jha, head of the White House COVID Task Force, said the data shows that the COVID vaccine protects children. Stop. All right. What what data? Please give me chapter and verse, as we say when we're looking for a Bible a concept to be explained. Where can I find that information exactly? Well, they don't often lead you to that or quote that. They just say, oh, the data supports it. Like all scientists, is there a consensus here? All right, back, back to their article. Um, kids are better protected if they are vaccinated. If they are vaccinated, they're far less likely to get seriously ill. They're far less likely to end up in the hospital, far less likely to end up in the ICU, he said. Now, I'll let, Kate get, let Katie get her comments in a minute, but I agree with many critics, and there are many, just censored, a lot of them, who say there is nowhere near enough clinical data, or data, depending on if you're from North or South America, Canada or United States, on the COVID vaccine in children for the shot to be made mandatory or be recommended for children. Here's a quote from Dr. Marty Macari, and he's a surgeon and professor at Johns Hopkins University. Quote, there has never been a vaccine added to the child immunization schedule without solid clinical evidence that it reduces disease significantly in the community the covid vaccine in children will be the first and it will be added with no clinical data katie
1: all right well let's just take a look at what uh, dr marty macari had to say
2: doctor thanks so much for coming on is it an overstatement to say
3: there's
0: really no medical justification for this
3: Well, there's certainly no clinical data. They've got data from eight mice on the Omicron vaccine in young people. And the child vaccine story is essentially a story of bypassing clinical data, which is why many of us are asking, why even have an FDA? Why do we even do clinical trials? Right now we've got pharma saying hey we did a study we're going to give you the top line of the press release we're going to call the white house and the white house then calls the fda and the cdc and tells them to get in line they bought 170 million doses of this new omicron vaccine there has never been a vaccine added to the child immunization schedule without solid clinical evidence that reduces disease significantly in the community the covid vaccine in children will be the first it will be added with no clinical data and many of us that are saying hey let's see the data we're basically told stop asking questions dr jaw who's the chief COVID advisor at the White House has said he has seen the data but it's not public information what are they hiding Ah, that is a great
1: question. What are they hiding? And so the simple fact that just reiterating the Pfizer COVID vaccine only has emergency use authorization for kids under 12. So again, the FDA, not full approval. The Moderna vaccine only has emergency authorization for those under 18. So it, oh, what is it? Does not have the full FDA approval. And then the Johnson and Johnson shot is also not fully vetted, approved by the FDA for anyone. Wow. But- it does have that emergency authorization of you course. Know, for those who are adults 18 and up. So if we're not being shown the data or the data, and these vaccines themselves only have emergency use, do we need it as emergency use anymore? How is it, why is it that we're having the CDC put it on the list of recommended, mandated, That's right. we throw the terms around, shots for our children why why are those vaccines being required but doctor tell me more
3: and my concern is that some schools may blindly accept this so if the cdc decides to go ahead and put this on the routine vaccine schedule it'll be up to states and that's where i think parents have a right to say let's see some clinical data before we force this as a requirement for school
1: Whoa, that's how dare he say something like that on air? Yeah, I'm glad and he that, used the
2: word force. Yeah, too, by and the that, way.
1: I mean, he said that on Tucker Carlson, which is on Fox News, and you know how bad that is. <laughs> and we know how bad it is because the Washington Post decided that, oh my gosh, we need to blast this information out. They came out with a story called False Claim that CDC would require COVID vaccines for kids no goes brother. viral. That doctor talking on Tucker Carlson, that's what they're referencing. In the story for the Washington Post, they said that public health experts said there is a legitimate debate over whether school children should be required to be vaccinated against the coronavirus. But the incendiary and erroneous claim by the Fox News personalities is the latest example of how critics can twist the facts about the CDC and the coronavirus potentially contributing to lower vaccination rates, fading trust in federal health officials, and other consequences for public health. How about the consequences for our children? That's what I would like to know. Yes. That's what I would like to know.
2: How critics can twist the facts. My, isn't it fascinating how many on the left often accuse you of doing the exact same thing that they're doing. They're twisting the facts. They're loaded with misinformation. But I wonder, Katie, not all states are gonna go for this. Not all governors, I don't think, would go for this either if they have a say. And I just wonder what someone like Florida's Ron DeSantis, might have to say about this. I think we have something on him.
4: As long as I'm around and as long as I'm kicking and screaming, uh there will be no COVID shot mandates for your kids. That is your decision. That is your decision to make as a parent. Uh these are our new shots. I get a kick at it when people kind of compare it to MMR and stuff, things that have been around for decades and decades. Uh, So parents, by and large, most parents in Florida have opted against. Uh, doing these booster shots uh, for there, particularly for the young kids. The Surgeon General Florida does not recommend this for young kids, for kids under under 18. Uh, and basically, as reason for that, there's not really been a proven benefit for that. I mean, we can get into some of the potential side effects. You don't even really need to do that. Not been a proven benefit, but it's a free state. Parents can make the other decision if that's what they want. The important thing is, is that school districts are not mandating this choice.
5: Yes,
1: yes,
2: yes.
1: And for speaking that common sense, for saying that adults, parents should make the decisions for their children, not the school districts, not the state, not certainly the federal government and all of its agencies from within. He's going to get blasted for that. And he did get blasted for that because that's what we do here in America. Yeah. Because anyone with a differing opinion, anyone who wants to be a parent and make decisions for their children, no, no, that's not allowed. Not only must it be the state, it's the federal government who must dictate what our children do, because this is what's been happening for years, and this is just yet another example. Luckily, if you live in one of these states, we've been told, it sounds like you also won't have that mandate put in your state. We're talking about Wyoming, Florida, Arkansas, Arizona, Georgia, Mississippi, West Virginia, Montana, Indiana, Oklahoma, Iowa, South Carolina's had some things. Take a look at your own state, see what they're doing.
2: Yep. So, still to come, A former Super Bowl champion is under fire after bringing in a stripper to perform at a Michigan high school. The hits just keep on coming. That's next.
0: If you have a smartphone, tablet, Roku, or Apple TV, consider downloading the Freedom Project media app. It's 100% free and includes all of our weekly shows
1: Well, David. Yes. Do you remember who Quinton Hines is?
2: Is he related to Gregory?
1: <laughs> I don't know that he Maybe he is. Ooh, good question. Well, I don't I don't remember him because I don't care about anyone from New England. Come at me. The New England Patriots. Football players. Yeah, the people. Conservatives the football players. from New England. New we, England yeah. Patriots. So he was a running back <laughs> back in the day for the New England Patriots, and now he's taking strippers into high schools. What? Uh, yeah? What? I'm going to preface this before we get to the video that there were no students who were at the high school in Mount Clemens High School in Michigan. The high school itself did not sponsor the event of the video that had strippers in the gymnasium doing things.
6: That squeaky clean high school gym floor saw some dirty dancing this weekend. I don't think she was a stripper, she was a uh, one of his dancers, and uh, she was underdressed. Tomato, tomato on that one. Regardless, the woman twerking in fishnets and lingerie, not school appropriate even for an after-hours event. This is not who we are. This is not what we value. Mount Clemens Superintendent Monique Beals heard about the viral video Sunday of local Detroit rapper O.T. Rell and his co-performer. Words can't even describe what was going through my head. I could not believe it. Let's back up a bit. The event organizer is Quentin Hines, an alum of the Clem and former NFL player. Even won Super Bowl 49 with the New England Patriots. Now he runs Rivals Recruit. Worldwide, and nonprofit to give, let's say, exposure to up-and-coming artists. He rented the school gym to host Peasy's Sweeties Day Bash. I've rented the facilities, you know, at Mount Clemens High School for, you know, ten years, over a hundred times. Nothing like this, though. I did not know that someone would come that underdressed to dance for him. It's not enough for me. It's not enough for our community. No. An apology won't cut it, Beal says. He's no longer welcome at their facilities, but the show will go on, just somewhere that's not a school. Rivals recruiting worldwide. We're terribly sorry. Um, you know, we're 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 going to continue to provide a platform, though, for for undiscovered and up and coming artists. <laughs> they want to expose more talent. On the squeaky
2: clean gym floor. Did
1: what, you- I, what I'm most offended about is the fact that she didn't have shoes on. At least put some sneakers really? on. She didn't have shoes on.
2: That, that's I mean, it. honestly. That, that does it.
1: Because re- realistically, have you seen some volleyball uniforms lately? She wasn't wearing a whole lot less than what I've seen some high school girls wearing for volleyball uniforms. Katie. But I digress. She needed to have shoes on. That is just no. Um, you make
2: help. a very good point. I do. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, you're really you're good welcome. at this. No, <laughs> seriously, volleyball. Hello. I mean, even some gymnastics. I'm thinking, why, why do we have to just wear as little amount of clothing as possible when you're doing any kind of a sport? But back to this high school gym floor thing, whatever that demonstration was. I don't understand. So they're using the high school after hours? Is that mm-hmm. what, so what was the yep. purpose of this?
1: So, well, it, it, I mean, they said it's the peasy's Sweetie's Day Bash at the high school. And so, again, I guess Hines is trying to, he said he's going to keep giving them platforms to them, the up-and-coming performers. So they, they decided, well, we're going to use a high school gym floor to use this. But considering he's been there a hundred times, he says, over the past 10 years or whatnot, number one. As soon as it started happening why didn't he stop it knowing in his head heinz knowing in his head that wow hmm, we're in a school this shouldn't be happening i i didn't think she would show up that underdressed well yes but why did you allow her to continue on number two <laughs> they're adults why would they think hey that's cool we get to perform and practice basically naked in a gym that ha- has children potentially coming in and out of it depending was it a weekend i'm not sure but it, the whole thing is just like common sense was nowhere to be found. Basically, that's what it comes down
2: to. And that's often what we find in a lot of public schools anyway. Common sense is, you know, out. But you know, he was up there on the microphone, kind of emceeing the whole thing. No, going that was a long- different guy. Oh, that was a different guy. That was
1: the rapper guy, yeah
2: okay that was the rapper okay mm-hmm.
1: yep yep. i'm yep. confused
2: rapper dancer it's well, garbage and it's a stripper belong. in
1: a high school gym it's all confusing now yeah. when we come back an organ bar is serving up much more than drinks maybe that's where the performer should have gone uh as they are promoting an event featuring an 11 year old drag performer being brought in you know to entertain the drunk men so stay with us
5: do you love america are you a patriot who desires to preserve the freedoms we enjoy for generations to come then let's take action. Every few days, we give our money to the big box stores. How we spend our dollars could be the most important vote. Do these stores promote freedom and American values? Is that where we should be buying our everyday household products for the rest of our lives? What if we just stopped? What if we shopped with a family-owned manufacturer who believes in preserving our freedoms? That's why SwitchToAmerica.com was created switch to gives patriots the ability to walk away from the big box stores forever this is a movement that pledges allegiance to the flag of the united states of america switch to America.com. take action if you love this country here is a great way to show it switch to you know
1: back in my day the bars would maybe advertise that, hey, we're going to watch the sporting event on the weekend. Come on down. Now they're just advertising that we're going to have child drag performers at the bar. We have Old Nick's Pub in Eugene, <laughs> Oregon, which is advertising an upcoming event where an 11-year-old drag queen will be among those performing. Not the first time either. We had a Facebook post that states, are you excited for drag queen storytime brunch this Sunday morning? Well, let's meet our performers. Vanelope is here to show you what an 11-year-old drag queen can do. With all that oh. charm and sweetness of a bowl of sugary cereal, which is also not good for you, Vanellope is here to brighten up your morning with all her drag talent. I'm just going to let it sink in. This, just it, wait, just let it sink in. Okay, now, David, yes?
2: Child abuse. You know, you. 50 years ago, the police would have been called. If parents did that to one of their children. Now, that was a boy, right? Yes. That was a boy dressed up like a girl and looked like a girl. And this, yeah. So he, <laughs> I don't want to say, he's going to be entertaining men at a bar. Did, did, did I hear that right?
1: You did hear It's a pub. Technically, it's oh, a, pub. a pub. It's a pub. There's a oh, difference. And it's in an Oregon. So and that makes organ. it. Okay. Well, yeah. So it's uh, all ages. Obviously, it's family friendly. New buzzwords oh, family that's right. friendly, all ages. Okay. DRAG Queen story time. Family with, friendly. It's also with Molina. So there's going to be an adult DRAG performer oh. doing the story time. And then we're having the youngin, the 11 year old, come on in too.
2: Okay. So there's a, all
1: ages are welcome to this. There's
2: a demonic adult pervert, I mean, chaperone. Yes. it's going to be at a bar. Oh, okay. oh, yes. And
1: again, as okay. I said, this is not the first time that they've had this kid perform. In September, the pub posted what seems to be a photo of a child reading a book. Move over, Mal- Ma- Maliana. I'm not even sure. How, Maliana, because Vanellope may be our new favorite. Child labor laws, anyone? I'm just wondering. Now, wow. the pub, of course, defends all of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Defends their actions. Because, I mean, they're making money on this, right? Of course. Dear friends, our youngest drag queen is being targeted by a hate campaign on Twitter right now. We love and support Vanellope. Drag is an art form, it is not an inherently sexual act to dress in drag, and those sexualizing her are falling into a very typical societal trap of misogyny that views any female performance as sexual. That's a whole statement right there. We think she's going to be a star on the big screen someday. So if you can come pack the house on Sunday and show her how loved and supported she is, we will force the darkness out once again with our light. David, David, please. Oh,
2: oh no. They're calling evil good and good evil. They are calling themselves light and the people who want to protect children, darkness. This is what they're doing, friends. They're flipping the rhetoric. They're flipping words and meanings like they started by redefining truth many years ago. And Katie, I know you're just letting me go, right? You're letting me go. Do you know Joe Biden? I don't know how much time we have. I don't care. You know what Joe Biden did when he was campaigning against Trump? He was saying, we are going to get, we just want to get out the chaos and the darkness, remove that from America. We want to bring healing and light. And really? So you with your demonic platform, you're going to say you're the, you're bringing in the light now. So this is what they're doing here. They're saying, if you stand up against this, You are evil and you are in the darkness. This is a complete mischaracterization of the truth, but also what the Bible says about Jesus is the light of the world and light exposes darkness. And what they're doing is dark.
1: All right. I will calm him down because we have before we go up next. All
2: right. All right.
1: We are going to discuss in before we go a US tax dollars, dollar dollars how they are being sent overseas to promote obviously diversity, equity and inclusion of course. by financially supporting the Drake shows cuz why not? Stay with us.
0: We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment for Katie, David or any of our other show hosts, simply visit stayeducated.org. That's stayeducated.org and submit your question or comment. Our team loves to hear from you and might just give you a shout out on air. Again, visit stayeducated.org and connect with us.
2: Here we go. All right. Before we go, we uh, talk about the radical push to expose children to drag performances across the country. Well, apparently that effort is now going international and our own U.S. Department of State or State Department has awarded more than $20,000 for a cultural center where? In Ecuador. To do what? To host drag theater performances in the name of diversity and inclusion. The project, which started in September and runs through August of next year, will include three workshops, 12 drag theater performances, and a two-minute documentary. The $20,000 grant, our tax dollars hard at work overseas, is part of the State Department's public diplomacy program, which seeks to, ready for this, advance key U.S. values of diversity and the inclusion of LGBTQI communities as well as promote the acceptance of communities that are disproportionately affected by violence and quote Katie. No surprise, but our tax dollars working hard to drag in other countries to see what I did there.
1: I see that um, I have about twenty thousand dollars to invest in my basement right now to encapsulate it. So if they would like to give that $20,000 to my basement instead of over to Ecuador, I think everyone would have a better life. So U.S. Department of State, I'll I'll gladly take that money.
2: Oh my goodness. Speaking of sad times in our lives, a new app for teens is skyrocketing up the charts and its purpose says a lot about what our society has become. The app is called Gas. And the way it works is teens answer, answer multiple choice questions to well, primarily to compliment each other without actually doing it in person. Gas is designed to be a safe place to interact with friends. Users can only interact through polls and with people they have accepted as friends, despite only being available in 12 states. It has been downloaded half a million times. Katie, it's sad that an app is needed to show your appreciation for people today?
1: Uh, Yeah, so back in the day when AOL first came out, I mean, people were using that to talk to people, to say nice things to people, and then look what happened with a lot of AOL things and creepy men. So (laughs) I don't see this ending well. It's not a gas, 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 as the Rolling Uh, Stones would say.
2: All right, so finally, let's wrap things up in our home state of Wisconsin, as one of the most popular grocery stores in the state is going viral thanks to Frozen. Pizza. So, a man named Michael Bradley simply posted a short video on Twitter of him going through the frozen pizza aisle at Woodman's grocery store, and apparently, it has gone viral. Users on Twitter uh, quickly commented off, saying they never knew so many brands of frozen pizza existed. Well, at pizza and ice cream in Wisconsin, but Woodman says in just the pizza section alone, they stock 650. Separate rows of pizza, uh, facings, and fifty different brands, taking up a total area of six hundred square feet in the store. And fun fact: Wisconsinites consume more frozen pizza per capita in the U.S. Surprise, surprise! And I would say ice cream as well. They've got, they've got a whole other building for that. But anyway, Katie, what's your favorite pizza brand?
1: Ooh, I don't know that I have. I uh, like uh, Lebby's pizza because it's has part of my maiden name in it. So we always joke that it was like my, my dad made it or something, but quick fun fact, I went to Woodman's this weekend because I read that story and I'm like, let's go check it out. Yeah. It's true. And also, our cheese, the cheese section in Woodman's goes on for days and wow. days and days. But it's all good. What about you?
2: It's all good. I, I don't know that I have a favorite. I don't. Oh, yeah,
1: you're, I, you're not a connoisseur of Just pizza. like a lot you're of garlic, extra
2: pepperoni, oh, you maybe like double top, cheese, you got peppers. topping specificity yeah. over there. I Fine, do. fine. I'm not a big fan of sausage oftentimes because <gasps> if, if, most places don't know how to pizza. do it. Right? Mm. Anyway, that wraps up this segment. More to come next time.
1: All right, well, make sure you do smash that like button if you're watching us on social media, and please do send us your feedback, maybe about your sausage, frozen pizza, or not sausage. Who knows? It's David. He doesn't like sausage, but I like sausage on my frozen pizza. Some sausage, like Italian sausage. Send us your feedback at stayeducated.org. Pizza
2: preferences, too.
1: Absolutely. Now, for David and myself, thank you for watching, thank you for listening, and thank you for supporting what we do. Until next time, stay educated.
0: Educated is directed and produced by Mike Menzel, hosted by Katie Petrick and David Fiorazzo. Makeup and hair by Katie Scholl. Graphics designed by Dan Kaler. Educated is owned by Freedom Project Media. See other shows and content at freedomproject.com or download the Freedom Project Media app. Copyright 2022.